From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. Hey, welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is uh, a unique episode of the Calvary Life Podcast. I'm here, Eric Wakeling, with Matt Doan. How are you doing this week? Yeah, it certainly is unique as we are in a very unique cultural moment, aren't we, everybody? Yeah, we certainly are. So with the COVID-19, coronavirus is beginning to sort of dominate our world, right? I mean, even when you think about it, Matt, and that's what we're going to talk about today, everybody, just kind of like what, like how we're dealing with this at church, kind of what we think people are dealing with with this and how Mm -hmm. we can help. Now, we're not uh, public health officials, scientists, doctors, none of that, but we're pastors, so we'll talk as pastors, so we won't try to be experts on things we're not experts about. Yeah, kind of the way we're picturing this is that you, listening, our church family, are the third member of this conversation. Just picture that we're at coffee or... Actually, we can't really sit in a coffee shop right now, can we? <laughs> but pick, but we can picture it. We can picture, we can picture that we're, we're <laughs> sitting together at coffee, and we're just kind of explaining where each of us are at. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, you know what's like one of the crazy things about all this is I feel like every time I look at my phone, there's something big yes. new that's happening, right? Totally. Ah, it's just like dominating I know. the world, and something's changing. We're all dealing with change. Yeah, on my phone, there's actually a nice um, convicting um, tool that shows how long or how many minutes, you, hours you've spent on uh, yeah. your screen in, yes. in the last seven days. Yeah, I've <laughs> blown up all records. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. My screen time has been pretty high as well. But uh, that's because, and so there's this thing, and then there's probably, and we'll get into this, but mm-hmm. there's some of this that's it's good. We want to know what's going on, but sure. then I think that's also kind of feeding into some of all of our anxiety yeah. and stress, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a, a real part of this. But uh, even as a church, we're kind of recognizing, uh, we're recording this, on Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, which mm-hmm. I didn't wear green today because I knew no one would pinch me because you can't touch me. <laughs> this so. is one yeah, one season when social distancing actually works for <laughs> yeah, you, right? Although Matt is wearing a green jacket, yes, so am. he's safe yes. no matter what. Very but patriotic, is that what the word? No, it wouldn't be that. Probably Just, not. Yeah, holiday. Participatory. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, <laughs> but, right. but you're in it. But yeah, anyway, it's all my childhood fears are, <laughs> are at ease without being pinched. But, um, you know, just in the life of our church, so we're recording this today. Who knows if you're listening to this two days from now, it's mm-hmm. like, who knows what's going to be I know. different. I know. Uh, but uh, we're recognizing that um, kind of like the the online church life is probably going to even go on a little bit longer than many, many of us probably even thought initially. Right. We posted last week that, hey, for the next couple of weeks, uh, it looks like we'll be online, but... Um even since we posted that, there's yeah. been more information that's come out. Yeah, more information. It's gone. You know, you saw things go down to gatherings. It started with gatherings of two hundred, no more than two hundred fifty. Yeah, last last Thursday. last Thursday when we were we planned to do live streaming on Sunday. Right. Then and then it went down to fifty. And then mm-hmm. since then, um, I mean, President Trump, the White House, even declaring mm-hmm. for going down to to ten yes. or less gathering. Right for about the next eight weeks. Right. Yeah, it's looking like possibly that can be going, yeah, for yeah several weeks. So mm-hmm. we're kind of like a more, I think, more like in a we're going to keep going, doing this until we say we're not anymore yeah. versus we started with like, oh, we'll go for two weeks and then maybe right. we'll let people know if we have to go two more. It's kind of more like this is the normal. We'll right. let you know when it stops. Yes. Yeah, that's where we're at. Isn't that weird? Yeah, from Sunday morning gatherings to Wednesday night. Uh, to all the in-between things that happen on this campus. I often joke, 
you know, I'll come on to our Calvary campus at random various times uh, in the evening or on weekends. Yep. There's always something happening here. Yes. And this campus is packed. It is packed. I feel like almost literally 24-7. Right. And it's very eerie walking in here. We're actually in Eric's office right now within the bowels of the church. <laughs> but... Um, it's just, it's empty, right? Yeah, it's pretty empty, especially with the school being, I mean, this week would have been our school spring break mm-hmm. anyways, but with, especially with, you know, not having something like 450 kids yeah. with the preschool and school uh, not around is is very quiet. Yes. But, yes. Um, but yeah, we, so we did the live stream service this last Sunday and mm-hmm. it's, I was like, it seemed to go pretty well yeah. and really proud of our tech team and all of our, our worship leaders and people like that just doing a really great job. Pastor Dave preaching a great message. Right. You know, we talked for a few minutes, but, you know, I think people were in it. Yeah. And you guys might not know this as a church family, but we were just starting to put in, implement um, some live stream elements um, here at the church. In fact, why don't you even talk to that, Eric? I think it was like two weeks ago, we just tested it with no idea about what this moment would mean. Right. We were just testing it in general, right? The, yeah. the idea of doing live stream. Yeah, two weeks prior, we had tested it for the first time. We had got a couple new cameras, which was like something we had been planning on since even, I mean, we'd been planning on that since like a year ago, mm-hmm. kind of like trying to get that into the budget. And, mm-hmm. you know, so a couple new cameras. And then two weeks, two and a half weeks ago now, we, um, yeah, tested for the first time, did a test run of live streaming Let the week after we did another test run. But these, mm-hmm. we weren't talking about it because they were test runs. And yeah. then, and then everything hit, and it was like, oh, wow. Okay, well, thank you, Lord, for helping prepare us. Yes. And then Ryan Rail went into his mode of being able to, like, MacGyver mode and yes. just made it happen and putting in a couple extra days there. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, like, so that, anyway, we're going to be experimenting, too, mm-hmm. with kind of just uh, what we did this last week for the live stream was just exactly what we would have normally done at mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. you know, for that day, and then we just put that onto video. Mm-hmm. And... You know, so we might try some different things, like even this Sunday. I know you and I are going to talk at a table uh, for the sermon time, at just a little bit different, kind of just some experimenting with things of like, how will that translate to a living, right. living room? Yeah, tailoring the content, really thinking about those that are sitting alone in their home or gathered with their family or yeah. with their neighbor or what. Right, exactly. It's like, I don't know, I even picture like the person almost like they parked on the side of the road with their phone and they're just yeah. kind of watching it. Yeah. You know, who knows? And so people are coming from every experience. And so... That's that's happening, and I know we're gonna we're we're gonna be like reaching out to people, children's ministry, student ministries, uh, all sorts of different ministry areas are doing some like creative things to connect mm-hmm. with with all of you uh, in some cool ways. So, yeah, I think in in that realm, excited as a church, as our staff to really press in and engage with our church family in. Mm-hmm ways that maybe we've taken for granted in the past because, oh, I'll just see that person on a Sunday morning or I'll, I'll catch them Wednesday night. Yeah. So now that we don't have these built-in on-campus physical gatherings, we just have to figure out other ways to connect and yep. and, and get to know each other, exactly. care for each other. Yeah, yeah so we're going to be using Google Hangouts. We're going to be using Zoom, uh, some different platforms for for some like uh, digital like video conferencing, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So maybe even small groups meeting that way. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make sure that we aren't stopping. We're not just like we have to be really careful because this is yeah. my. <laughs> even I know we want to share some of our personal experiences. Sure. This is my my uh, default uh, fleshly response to these sort of moments. Ooh, is this like is gonna be good. Yeah. Well, it's just like binge Netflix. Yes. So that's where I can go pretty quickly and easily. Right. And withdraw. We, 
Withdraw, yeah, yeah, totally withdraw. Go into and like to binge TV instead of even reading or like mm-hmm. doing things that are worthwhile. Right. Um, and so I have to like really be intentional to try and do something worthwhile yeah. with my time, uh, whether that's exercise or reading or prayer, or devotional life, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think the the fear that I have that you're even expressing right now that we probably all have is that whenever this is over that we're all going to be fatter, <laughs> more <laughs> yeah. disconnected from yeah. one another, yeah. and really have had our minds filled with nothing that we can remember. Right. So, I mean, that's like the temptation that I think we all kind of have faced in front of us, right? Totally is. Totally is. And so, like, that's where we want to encourage all of us to be in connection, but also be intentional yes. with your time. But, like, even let's kind of rewind back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, how, how for you... How was this hitting you mm-hmm. when it, like, when did it first seem real to you? Kind of that this stuff is yeah. like bigger than what we thought. Well, it's beginning to feel like, you know, when you ask an older generation, you know, where were you when JFK was shot? Mm-hmm. Um, or for those that were around for 9-11, you know, right. when did you first hear? When did you turn on the TV that morning? Yep. I almost feel like this is going to become one of those moments. So for yeah. me... It was last a week ago, Wednesday night. I was watching uh, one of my sons play baseball. He had practice. And there was four of us dads that were just kind of sitting on the bleachers, just relaxing, watching this. And then one by one, each of us began to get little either teens on our phone or people looking stuff up and going, oh, this is happening. Oh, Trump just announced this. Right. And then I think it was the big one, at least from a sports nerd perspective, was one that we both talked about, yep, right? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. I'll share mine because yeah. it's the exact. Yes, I was at a. <laughs> B and I had gone out to dinner. We went to go get ramen at this place called Hiro Nori mm-hmm. uh, by John Wayne Airport. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for a table. We're like looking at TVs, kind of that were up there, and I see it pop up that the NBA season yes. was like suspended. Is what they had said, right? right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "What? Yeah, the NBA? Yes. <laughs> you know?" And it was like when when uh, Rudy Gobert, yes. they, they said that that player for the Jazz. A couple hours later. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got it. And so then there's just like starting mm-hmm. to shut down. And I thought, oh, this is bigger than I realized. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. Tom and Rita. Tom yeah. Hanks is our like sort of the, the called the Rock Hudson moment of the AIDS yes. ac- epidemic. Yeah. You know, it was like mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is like this. I mean, he's a national treasure. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nobody don't. Right. I have. I just actually read a tweet Woody. today that he's like kind of doing OK. okay. He's because him and, and his wife, Rita yeah. Wilson, yeah. Um, have it. And so all the all the classic jokes of Tom Hanks secluded on yeah. an island with Wilson. <laughs> I did read that somewhere. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but uh, no, but yeah, those things are like those things stand out in our right. minds. So that was last Wednesday night. Yeah. And so that was when the moment like, OK, this has turned from mm-hmm. being something that we were kind of laughing about, kind of sort of. Oh, I know. Watching, I was like, oh, but, oh, I want two weeks off. Right. Like, jokes right. like that. Yeah, we actually made that. Yeah, we made that joke, joke. And it's yeah. sort of like inappropriate. Right. Now, yeah. So that was Wednesday night. Then Thursday morning, I received a text from Erin Holm, who works on our reach team. And oh, she yeah. said, um, hey, uh, I don't know if you've seen the news, and, but um, Governor Newsom has announced that, yeah, there's no gatherings of 250 or yes. less. Yeah. And that's when I think my heart just kind of sank into the pit of my stomach. Yeah. Is that similar for you? It's totally. You actually texted that to me. Oh, was I so I got yeah. it from you yeah. that morning when I first saw it. And then I just started hitting the the phones with other senior pastor friends mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. and uh, kind of an email list of other pastor like friends of kind of bigger churches. Like, right. and just we all started sharing, like, what are you guys doing? What are we doing? Like, yes. how's this going to work? Which, on a side note, that's a really cool network that's kind of developed here in Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really great. Like, um, 
Yeah, so a, a guy named Todd Proctor, who's been a great friend to Calvary in these last couple of years, uh, who was the pastor of Rock Harbor previously. So he's kind of like a catalyst of joining together about 20, 25 uh, senior pastors in Orange County, and mm-hmm. it's been really great. So it's been a great resource. Uh, we're even gathering for on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were supposed to have a dinner, all, all okay, of us, yeah. this week, but we're now going to have a Zoom conference call right. on Thursday and just pray together mm-hmm. and joining in. So it was uh, just good to get some feedback from oh, them yeah. of things they were thinking about. We were I was sharing stuff we were thinking about, and then it just seemed like Everybody was making the call to Thursday afternoon, Thursday last afternoon week, yeah. mm-hmm. last week to mm-hmm. to go online. Um, and these are all churches that are larger than two hundred, like with services yes. that are over two hundred fifty. And I right. could recognize when some churches that were smaller were still going to meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we really felt like it was the right thing to do to mm-hmm. to not. And so we made that choice. And we want like we want to be able to value life and protect people yes. and you know, and help this thing, uh, go well. And, you know, the, to the best of our ability to mm-hmm. not over, uh, tax our, uh, hospitals and yes. medical systems and right. all of that. And so just to really see this thing be defeated is what we want. So yeah, that yeah. decision on Thursday. And then I remember I went to breakfast with my dad then on Friday, mm-hmm. like I always do every Friday morning, mm-hmm. I breakfast with my dad, my dad's <laughs> 87 years old and mm-hmm. he's, I was kind of nervous even about him going out. Sure. Um, He's like making some good decisions now, so I'm proud of him <laughs> to stay in. I'm actually this week I'm taking breakfast to him awesome. to his house yeah. uh, and to still meet together. But I was leaving there and I was like, oh man, I'm I, I knew I'm low on dog food, and we get our dog food at Costco. Yeah, and I knew Costco's got was like maybe kind of like busy, so I was like, oh, this is kind of early. It was like 9:30. Yeah. I was driving by, opens at 10 o'clock. I drove by at 9:30, and there was literally a line. Yes around the entire building. This is the one in Tustin. The right? one in Tustin. Uh-huh. Yeah, on El Camino Real, like that one, uh, not the district one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just around the entire building. People with, standing with their cart in a single file line surrounding the whole building. And I was just like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, I was like, and that whole panic buy thing, this is this has been a very, very interesting phenomenon. You know, I know. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's done in you, but for me, I'm kind of like I'm definitely resistant to sure. the to the panic buy thing. Like I don't want to be that guy. Like no, I'm fine. I'm, right. You know, I'm, I'm cool, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm calm and uh-huh. all of that. Which I you know I think I do kind of lean that way. But once I saw that there was like this big line, I thought, oh, what do I need to be? Yeah. Do I need to be doing something? Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I don't. How's that hit you? Yeah. Even you know, to be responsible to my family, we both have children and mm-hmm. you know am, am I making good decisions that will yeah. benefit my immediate family I think at some level that's that's God ordained right like yes. we're called to protect to lead to shepherd our families yes. as parents um, but it can spill in really quickly to like oh no the, yeah the, the, the panic right <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. the panic button and I I found like a, a sort of survival mm-hmm. instinct kind of coming up in me. Mm-hmm. Like I do need to protect my family. Like, Oh, I'm going to, yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. And, and some of that's good. And some of that, like you said, that's God ordained and yeah. some of that's weird and, right. um, and can be kind of fueled by other people's panic. But I remember just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go stop by smart and final on the way home. I live right. like, I live like right by <laughs> over there by smart and final uh-huh. and Trader Joe's and Tustin. And who'd you run into? And I actually, yeah, I saw your wife. Yeah. yeah I saw your <laughs> wife there when I was leaving. And, uh, but just kind of like oh, looking around at all these people, I'm like, right. do I need to like load up? And mm-hmm. so I remember just buying, yeah, and it's good to like prepare. We want to prepare. Sure. I did. I loaded, I bought some stuff. I bought some, 
I even I went to Walgreens. I bought some extra like mm-hmm. Dayquil, Nyquil, Mucinex, mm-hmm. like you know Advil, like some of these things that we should be doing. Yeah. To, like if we do get sick, and um, so tried to stock up, but not like I've never been with like two carts out of Costco right? or you know anything <laughs> like that. But uh, we did order some TP online, so that was good. That came. Did it, did it actually come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it actually it came. We ordered it. We ordered it kind of early online, and so was able uh, to get it before it was all gone. You but, know, I was with uh, Steve and Jenny Meeker in Croatia uh, about eight weeks ago yeah and um they were just telling us about when they first moved to that area it was right when communism fell and so there was a scarcity of resources mm. um when they were establishing their life there and jenny had such a great attitude she said you know i had four little boys or i had three at the time one coming and it become became kind of an adventure because we'd go to our little market um in our town and we wouldn't know if that week they'd be having bread or if they would have meat or mm-hmm. milk or eggs, like every week there was a little bit different oh, variety yeah, yeah. of what was available. But she said in her mind, it kind of became in this challenge or adventure of like, ooh, what can I find that I can like yes. make meals with my family? And, yes. you know, it's easier looking back 20 years from now and laughing about that. I know right. at the time probably she felt more stressed they did, but but that even I was thinking about that this weekend of like, wow, we've never really here in the States had to go into a scarcity yeah. mode. Maybe I remember like in the early eighties with gas, like gas like you had lines. to line up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But for the most part, we've been so blessed with an abundance here. Absolutely. Um, and so there could be even some like moments, I think in this, all of this of like, Ooh, what, what are the comforts I hold on to really tightly? I didn't think I held on to them tightly yeah. until yeah. I'm really face to face with yeah. walking into Costco. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> sometimes it's like, if the worst is going to happen is that we can't cook to a recipe we can only cook to what we find <laughs> right you know then that's okay yes. but i mean i think it's some of this stuff could get harder it could get easier that's i don't possible. know yep. but um yeah like where i was really like still i was in <laughs> i was in smart and final trying to buy stuff because mm-hmm. i wanted to make a a really good bolognese mm-hmm. which is like spaghetti sauce mm-hmm. it's like good spaghetti sauce i don't even it, know what that is yeah, yeah sorry but it's like <laughs> it's just funny that like i couldn't i don't know i was still trying to pull that off but yeah man, but like, there's been these moments that mm-hmm. I have found for me yeah. where I don't even sort of realize it, but I feel like my heart is racing. Yes, absolutely. Short that shortness of breath stuff, that mm-hmm. anxiety stuff, mm-hmm. kind of kicking in. Yep. Um, how's that been for you? I think this is yeah. a real thing for a lot of people at this moment. Yes. Uh, just let's just be really honest, right? Yeah. We're family here, yeah. but um, I think through last weekend, I was focused on the mission. I was focused on. Let's get this live stream out uh, mm-hmm. from Calvary. Kind of excited about kind of like, okay, the challenge of that. Yeah. You had to deal with reach week uh, being postponed. Right, I had to kind of make some calls on that. So there was a lot of adrenaline um, through the weekend. I think yesterday was Monday, and I began to come down a little bit from that. Mm. I was feeling like what you just said, kind of anxious heart, heart kind of, I'm feeling my heart <laughs> in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Not being able to sit still. Right. Feeling like I need kind of to walk around. And then um, I was here at the church and I, I drove down to the center, what we call it. And I just parked there and I was going to grab something. But That's where to, like Rubio's and right, Raisin yeah, Cane's, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, that center. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had to just sit in my car hmm. and and I just was feeling it. I was feeling super yep. unsettled. Yep. Um, and then last night, again, um, two in the morning, I wake up and I'm wide awake and... 
I just kind of laid there for about 30 minutes. And then finally, you know, you know that moment when you're like, I'm not getting tired. Mm-hmm. So I went out into the living room and I grabbed my phone and I just started looking at news. And I was up from 2 to probably 4 a.m. last night. Yeah. And again, that anxious feeling of like, what's going to happen? Kind of playing out scenarios in my mind. Yeah. And, and so I, I wish I could like honestly like be here with my church family and with you, Eric, and be like, oh, I was so mature the last four right. or five days. No, and totally. I had complete peace. But I'm just being real. Like I've had moments of yep. real anxiety. Totally, totally. And I've I've totally felt that as well. And it's interesting because there's part of it that's anxiety about what's going on. There's mm-hmm. part of it that's um that's like adrenaline mm-hmm. uh like you're speaking to of like Wow! Oh, our jo- our whole world, our whole job world is yeah. like completely changed, and we're like making all these these hard like changes. But it's like there's part of it that's kind of exciting, like yes. oh, okay, we're gonna just do church with no people, right? In a room. right. What first time in eighty eight years? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we're gonna like you know completely trying to figure out how we do life groups and you know fellowship yeah. and all that kind of stuff and, and making all these changes and there's kind of like mm-hmm. there's part of that's exciting but you kind of get up like you get mm-hmm. sort of this like mm-hmm. up and you can almost get too up a little manicky almost sure. you know yeah. and uh so sometimes that's hard for me to sort of come down from yeah and uh and then the, if i overdo the news mm-hmm. i think that is definitely a yes. thing because i i like I found so many cool things on Twitter and other places that have really been helpful, but also it's like a lot of like just makes you nervous. Yes, it's, for sure. Because it's been something new though every day, yes. every like couple hours totally. almost. New press conference. Right. Yep. And uh, so I know some things that have helped me. Mm-hmm. One thing I do a lot is there's a song actually that I'll, that I'll sing. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a very new song, which is interesting because when I was a kid, I used mm-hmm. to sing this like, there's this, I used to sing this gospel bill song called <laughs> greater. It was greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I've talked about this Ooh, before, I like it. but uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And yeah. I just reminding myself of the strength and power of God. So I do mm. that when I was a little kid, when I was scared of the dark, <laughs> I would sing that song. <laughs> there's this guy who was like gospel bill was like some little like kids, like Bible program that I'd listen so to. So everyone just picture little Eric. <laughs> yeah. Just, Seen in gospel, gospel bells. Yeah, yeah. greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And it's helpful. Uh, I still remember the song and I uh, remember learning it when I was nine. Yeah. So then, uh, but also this newer song is the song called Tremble. Yeah. And I sing it all the time lately. Jesus, uh, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble mm, is what the words are. So yeah. it's kind of like that greater is he that is in yes. me. But I just, I just love, I love anything that gets me to say the name of Jesus. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. you make the darkness tremble. Yes. Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear. Amen. Um, mm. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. So I just mm. keep singing that song to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're even going to sing that song this Sunday. This Sunday, yeah. So I'm excited about that because I, I love the way that speaks into any time that I'm feeling like stressed, nervous, mm-hmm. far from God, whatever it is, like I kind of mm-hmm. have been in this last year, been yeah. coming back to that song. So worship is so helpful, isn't mm-hmm. it? Just worship through music. Yeah. And we have such great resources to find stuff online or... Um, things that we already own yeah. or even in your own head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just do it. Cause it's like, sometimes it's just like, I need to sing a couple lines of it and it sort of like mm-hmm. recalibrates me into, okay, yeah. Jesus silences my fear. Yes. That's yeah. great. Um, I think for me, it's just helpful to be outside to yeah. literally just take a walk. Um, <laughs> and for me, even last night I took the trash cans in. Hmm. So I uh, went out to our front driveway. It was kind of sprinkling and just took the trash cans and moved them up my small little driveway and parked them. But just 
just taking some deep breaths yep. as I walked and just even to, I heard uh, a bird singing in yes. the afternoon. Yes. It was the evening. It was kind of a weird time for a bird to be singing yep. and just heard that. And this felt kind of the cold air outside and a little sprinkling on my head. And mm-hmm. there was just a sense of like, oh, this is God's world. Yep. And he's he's good. Yeah, he's that's faithful. so good. That'd be a good I just it triggered that song of This Is My Father's World. Yes, I love that. That old song. hymn is so good. I love yeah, it. people yeah. even to think about that. But I agree with that thing about the trash cans, dude. Mm. Like putting the trash cans mm. out. Yeah. I like going out there. Sometimes I'm like listening to music, but sometimes just in quiet. Like this would be a good time yes. for just in quiet. But it's very, uh, there's a lot of these sort of chores, I think, that yeah. actually, it sounds weird to say, mm-hmm. but like doing the dishes. Yes. Like just stop. Yes. Like just by yourself, let the rest of your family not help mm-hmm. and just like do the dishes and take a while, do mm-hmm. them all well. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like just chills you out. Yes. Like <laughs> taking the mundane and making it sacred. Yep. So I had something like that. I don't want to get too far off on a no, tangent no, here, good. but about a month ago, I was feeling really upset about how busy life was feeling on a particular Saturday and with four little kids, we had like eight different places to go <laughs> yep. on this particular Saturday. Yep. And I was like, oh, I, I, this, this day's wasted, you know, and it was my feeling. And we had laundry to do. And I remember going, Lord, I, I want to do this as an act of worship to you. And I was speaking the next day here at Calvary. Hmm. And I thought to myself, and this was, I think this is the Lord that gave it to me, do this folding of laundry with the same heart and intent to worship me as you do your message tomorrow. Nice. And it was wow. such an interesting, like, kind of like twister for me to be like, oh, yes. like, what a change of perspective as I'm folding yeah. my little children's clothes and I'm trying to figure out who goes where. But, oh, this could be my act of worship That's just good. as much as preaching or leading worship or whatever else we would think would be more sacred in our own hmm. minds, you know? That's really cool. That's really cool. I, yeah. So, so doing some of those sort of what are quote unquote mundane activities mm-hmm. like that. Um, I do. I did find uh, on the the great source of Twitter, <laughs> which Matt and I are kind of strangely into right, lately. Yes. But it's um, uh, this thing. It's called the Packer Liturgy. Hmm. It's just from J.I. Packer, the the theologian, theologian yeah. author, um, and it said this. Just kind of this thing to kind of think through. Number one, I am a child of God. Number two, God is my Father. Hmm. Three, Heaven is my home. Four. Every day is one day nearer. Five, my Savior is my brother. Wow. Six, and every Christian is my brother too. Mm. And like this kind of thing of just like reading through that and just reminding yourself, yeah. this is who I am. I'm a child of God. God's my Father. Heaven's my home. Right. You know, like, and just oh, repeating good. that. And every day is one day mm-hmm. nearer to that home. Mm-hmm. And kind of just, Mm-hmm. It just kind of reminds you of these things that are ultimately important yeah. and universally important in great time of happy blessing. Yeah. Everything's great or mm-hmm. in like kind of sketchy times like yes. this. Yeah. So I like that. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. In fact, ha- I even encourage us like just push rewind however you can on this podcast and write those six down because those yeah. are so good. Yeah, exactly. I'm a child of God. God is my father. Heaven is my home. Every day is one day nearer. My savior is my brother. Every Christian is my brother too. That's mm. cool. So yeah, I uh, love that. And then, um, you know, we're going to, I don't want to talk about it too much now, but mm-hmm. I've also just been, it's very classic, but reading Psalm 23, Yes, uh, we're going to focus on Psalm 23 this Sunday. Right. And it can be very encouraging and peace bringing to recognize mm-hmm. how the Lord is 
the one that's in charge. He's your mm-hmm. shepherd. He guides you to places that are peaceful. Mm-hmm. He, he, his strength is what will comfort you. And Amen. like, and we will dwell in his house forever. Yes. So just that's a little glimpse, but we'll yeah. talk about it a lot more on Sunday. So I don't want to go too into it, but I yeah. think that can help in stressful times. Yeah. The Psalms even in general are, we had sons of core here a couple weeks ago, yep. singing the Psalms. And it was a great reminder, I think to all of us that oh, the Psalms are the great song book of the Bible, the prayer book of the Bible, the the prayers that Jesus used, yeah. Um, but also they're so helpful in joyful times and celebration, but also in times of uncertainty like this, yes. the Psalms just uniquely speak. Totally. Uh, God uses them. And it's crazy, like Psalm 91, like speaking mm-hmm. into like disease and yeah. pestilence and stuff like right. that too. And yeah. So it's really good. Psalm 46, be still. Yes. <laughs> I'm God. Yes. When you're like, when your heart's <laughs> racing out of your chest, yes. be still. And so that, even one more thing that I like to do and, um, talked about I've talked about this before but even just I actually learned this little sort of anxiety breathing thing oh. from Jana Plant yeah. uh, who Chris Plant's a teacher here he's yeah. been on the podcast just a couple weeks ago right uh, his wife's a, a, a therapist and runs a whole counseling center mm-hmm. and I remember um, she was teaching in a kid's chapel after one of our precious ones in our mm-hmm. school had passed away yeah and um, she shared this uh, this this sort of just way to kind of like when you feel that feeling in your chest, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, I kind of can't get a full breath yeah. or you kind of feel like your heart racing, that feeling of stress and anxiety. And it was just, and it's a very common thing, but um, it's just to breathe in and even like through your nose and deep breath and then yeah. hold it in for like mm-hmm. four or five seconds mm-hmm. and then slowly breathe it out your mouth. And it just... I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. And as you breathe it out slowly, it's like, oh my goodness, it feels like you can feel that stress. Cause I kind of feel a little stress right now, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I can feel that like release. Right. And so I think if you can even kind of incorporate that into mm-hmm. some prayer time mm-hmm. or incorporate that into maybe even read through that Packer liturgy mm-hmm. and then you like, or Psalm 23 or mm-hmm. whatever, and then you kind of let that breathe in and breathe out. Yeah. It's like, oh Lord, yeah. thank you, God. <laughs> and I, I mean, God has these trigger signs, these warnings in our bodies for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. It's to mm-hmm. even remind us that we're dependent on Him and to yep. stop and pay attention. So yep. this is a great time. I'm speaking to myself right yeah. now, but yeah. to pay attention when you are feeling that to do what you just said. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, then uh, kind of the next aspect of this that I wanted to talk about uh, was just a little bit of kind of what the way we want to care, the way that we mm-hmm. as a church want to care for each other, the way we as church leaders want to mm-hmm. care for you, mm-hmm. um, and some of like even our heart in that, and and even to start that with just recognizing like this is a this is a time like where I think you can you can have some really strong polar reactions to this. Right. Like one is the fe- like, like the fear based, panic shopping, like hoarding, self centeredness, yeah. overwhelmed, like that yeah. farthest end of that side of things, all the way to this sort of flippant, dismissive, like I don't this is a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy and like if you shut down church, that's like a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't meet together mm-hmm. and why, you know, that kind of, those are like these extremes. Sure. Right. And I think like we really want to like speak into like both of those extremes aren't going to be healthy for no. us. Um, and, and like, we don't want to be living in a spirit of fear. God, God's spirit gives us uh, a spirit of boldness, mm-hmm. but like a spirit of 
compassion, mm-hmm. spirit of like self-control. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's kind of like... Right. Yeah. Even going back to last Thursday, we agonized over, should we do online church? What should we yeah. do with this? And yeah. it wasn't like this easy decision of like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. We, we, get a, we get a week off, you know? <laughs> Which was like way pastor, more work. Pastors actually. only work on Sundays, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, we agonized over it. And I even mentioned before, I think as far as I know, 88 years as a history of a tr- as Calvary Church Santa Ana, it's met with the family of God right. every single week. So this was last Sunday was the first time that we right. truly didn't have a full representation of the body here at Calvary. So right. we take that super seriously. Absolutely. And yet we believed it was the right thing to do. We still believe it's the right thing to do because part of our mandate as followers of Jesus is to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. And yeah. we felt like this was, we've been teaching about neighboring yes. over the last years, part of <laughs> each one reach one. This was us being a good neighbor, yep. uh, not only to each other, but also to our city and our community, right? Yeah, absolutely. And even to like almost like the whole greater world. Like yeah. we want <clears throat> to help kind of ease and f- like mm-hmm. this whole flatten the curve thing of mm-hmm. just kind of helping ease like how this can be for first responders yes. and medical workers and all of that. Yeah. And and that we want to yeah, care for each other, love yes. one another, that that we want to see even people who are in more at-risk categories mm-hmm. um, to be able to be protected yeah. and it's out of love and yes so it's like man it's just the last thing on earth is that this is a political thing or mm-hmm. any kind of thing like that and I, I do I do sort of though stand on the kind of like if uh, if this was all an overreaction then I'm willing to have taken that sure. right to uh, err on that side to err on that yeah. side I'd way rather be on that side and and we recognize too that we, you know, I kind of was even thinking about this at some level of like, it's almost like a pro-life stance. Yeah. You know, we really believe in, in the value of life. Every life, Psalm 139, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Every life matters. And, um, from the unborn Mm -hmm. to the, to the poor single mom Mm -hmm. that got pregnant, you know, Mm -hmm. and to care for her to somebody that has, diabetes and respiratory issues yeah. that could, if they get coronavirus, could be killed. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so we want to be like really conscious of, of that. Yeah. We feel like that's being consistent with honoring the value that of yeah. every person made in the image of God. Exactly. And then I even found this interesting verse, Proverbs 27, 12. Uh, it says, a prudent man sees evil and hides himself. Mm. The naive proceed and pay the penalty. Hmm. Uh, that's the the NASB. It's kind of interesting. Like in the NIV, it says, uh, the prudent see danger and take refuge. Hmm. The simple keep going and pay the penalty. Uh, yeah. So it's just kind of like, it's it's still, it's wise. We're using yes. wisdom. We wear yeah. a seatbelt when we drive. Right. <laughs> we, you know, we go to the doctor yeah. when we're sick. Yeah, like it's not that showing kind of a stuff. lack of faith in the Lord at right. all, but it's it's believing that he gives us opportunities to choose wisely. Yep. And so that's what we've done. Yeah. Um, with a lot of, it's not just Calvary. It's <laughs> no. really a, a, the larger family of God has all kind of mostly yeah. made this choice. Yeah, it's cool to see. I think it's been one of the kind of fun things to see this like, unity of coming together in that absolutely and um and churches like we're all working together Mm -hmm. and that's the thing too we want to really as a church lean into this moment of okay god what do you want us to do and be in the midst of this this moment and so that's what's with the neighboring has led us to yeah some initiatives i think 
so big. We talked about this a few weeks ago too on the podcast as well, but with the reframing of the refugees um, coming to Europe as not necessarily a crisis, but an opportunity. Yeah. And I think the same is true all over the world right now um, with this moment that, yes, this is a crisis. It's not like whitewash that. Right. But within that, there's opportunities to be the family of God, yep. to live out our faith in really tangible ways. In fact, think about like just your couple neighbors around you. If you would have walked up to them a month ago and said, hey, how you doing? They would have been like, oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. Exactly. What, what do you want? You want to borrow a shovel or what? Right, right. But I feel like if you walk up to one of your neighbors today, keeping your six feet, um, <laughs> but if you walk to your neighbors today and, hey, how you doing? That has a, such a different weight to it. Wow, it? that's amazing. And yeah, so, how you doing is different. Yeah, right. So just the, the opportunity to care for people, to listen well, um, to meet physical needs, it's huge right now. And it's Super such an opportunity. Huge. In fact, just to brag on John and Lenny Ahern living in Orange, but. They found out one of their elderly neighbors needed toilet paper, and they took four rolls over to her yesterday. Yes. And that's just one example. I know there's many more in our that. church, but like that is, that's being a follower of Jesus right yep. there. Yep. And so we've been really recruiting basically like a team of volunteers mm-hmm. that want to help officially. Right. You know, so about 25 um, people in the church and, and then in, then are also will also be our staff in addition to that yeah. are willing to go out and help folks and mm-hmm. buy some groceries or mm-hmm. you know run an errand or pray with you or do something you know if it's somebody you know they could watch your kids for you if like yeah. you know because it's like man kids aren't in school it's just crazy like, like what do we kind of do with that and mm-hmm. especially in two three weeks like people yeah. are going to be going stir I crazy know. I know um and so all of that, but I think even way more importantly than some of this like official stuff that we're doing mm-hmm. is the way that you can think at y- your house about how you can be that to the people that are near you, sure, uh, or your house, your apartment, wherever you're living. Um, and I love I just I ran into this quote this week that says a lighthouse is especially effective when it's dark and stormy. Mm-hmm. Let your light shine, brothers and sisters. Mm. And so we can think about that as the church, and the church will be that lighthouse. But I want you to think about that as you think about your house, your apartment, your condo, wherever you live, and you think about your house in whatever city you live in, Mm -hmm. and that your house is a lighthouse, and it is dark and stormy right now, and your light can shine, and it can shine with, you know, being able to reach out. We're going to, we want to send some things out where you Mm -hmm. can like even drop a note to your neighbor that says, Hey, I'm willing to do this and Mm -hmm. this for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd love for you to, you know, you can listen to my church's, um, live stream and, you know, we're, we're trying to make plans too for Easter and it's Mm kind of crazy thinking about all that as well. Uh, and you know, that might even be live streamed at this point. And so, uh, inviting people in to, to right. something like that. And so, but just you can be a light both uh, in hands and feet kind of a way mm-hmm. of doing like some good deeds, mm-hmm. but you can also be a light of good news and you might have a way bigger opportunity now than you've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. And I've said this before, but the GK Chesterton quote that he once gave of, uh, you know, you can choose your friends, you can even choose your enemies, but God chooses your neighbors. And there's this ordained sense that where you're living right now has been chosen by God yeah. um, for this moment, for this time. Now, that doesn't mean that you should overwhelm your neighbors and, you know, maybe you know, we're all supposed to be called to some form of wise responsibility of <laughs> isolating yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Well, for sure. Um, 
and yet at the same time, what opportunities do we have just to pray for people, encourage them, the things that you've mentioned. So yeah. Calvary family, let's do it. Let's, let's engage because we're, we gather, we scatter, we gather, we scatter, we gather to meet and during the week I mean, on Sundays or Wednesdays, and then we scatter out into the God-given places that the Lord has for us. Now we're called to scatter for this <laughs> exactly. season. And it's like, it's kind of, yeah, it's interesting because it's like you're scattered and you want to sort of gather in your place that yeah. you're scattered. Good, yeah, that's a good way to say <laughs> I don't know, it. Yeah, that's you know, a good way to say it. Yeah, it's good. It's great. But so we want you to be praying and we're praying for you and we'd like to even just pray right now, you know, mm-hmm. as, as uh, praying on a podcast, praying on a live stream. These are these are new realms of mm-hmm. prayer, of preaching, of worship. But um, yeah, so Matt and I both, if mm-hmm. Matt, you just want to even pray and then I'll yeah. pray and then we'll close this thing out. Yeah, I'd be honored to. Um, Calvary family, it's just a privilege just to be your pastors mm-hmm. um, and walk with you through life right now. So thank you for listening to this. I hope it's been encouraging for you and you've, you've definitely already encouraged us in the last few days. So thank you for that. So we're in this together. Um, so let's pray. Father, I just thank you um, for what you're doing in, in each of our hearts um, through the last week of events. Um, God, thank you for reminding us of what's important and what's not. Um, God, thank you for even allowing our, our physical bodies to feel um, some of the things that they've felt because it reminds us that we need you. Um, so God, we, we ask for you right now. We know that your presence is available to us at all times, not even just in a church building, but anywhere and everywhere that your spirit lives in us. And so, God, I pray we take advantage of that, whether it's even surrounding ourselves with uh, worship music or taking a walk outside or reading your word. Or um, God, would you just meet us in some really unique places right now? I pray that even in this moment, God, for those that are feeling just physically anxious, God, will you bring your peace and Lord, I pray too that, um, that out of experiencing your presence, that you would put us on mission, that God, that you would give us a heart for others. Lord, this pro-life stance that we would see everyone as valuable and made in your image and therefore God, worthy of our prayer, worthy of our attention. So God, from our own immediate families to our neighbors and beyond, show us God what, what you're calling us to. Yeah, almighty God, we recognize you as the source of all strength, of all hope, of all comfort. So Lord, I pray that uh, we may deeply know you in this time and deeply know your strength and comfort and your the way that you are working, God, and that the world may know you, God. And I pray, Lord, also for our government leaders, uh, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and the decisions they need to make in this for the public health officials, for our first responders, for our uh, people that work in the medical field, for, um, Lord, for our city leaders, for all these uh, different people, for the people of our um, of our church, God, for, for us to be able to be that salt and light in this mm-hmm. time. Lord, for us as church leaders to make good decisions, Lord, for uh, I pray that you would protect people from this virus. Mm -hmm. I pray that you would stop it. I pray that you would, um, Lord, really care for those who have it, God, that you would meet them in that state of fear and, and struggle, Lord. Pray for people that just have even other health issues going on right now that are maybe finding it difficult to be cared for. Uh, I pray, Lord, for them, and I pray for 
both the person filled with fear and the sort of skeptic God and the part of all of us that has both of those. Mm -hmm. And I pray that you would minister to us and to mold and shape our hearts to whatever it is that you want us to be. Lord, we surrender ourselves to you as always. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thank you everyone for listening uh, to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for joining us on the Calvary Life Podcast. If you enjoyed our show this week, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you want to learn more about Calvary Church or share any of your thoughts, check us out on our website at calvarylife.org or find us on one of our social media accounts. We're on Instagram at Calvary underscore church, Facebook at Calvary Church of Santa Ana, and Twitter at Calvary Life.